This is Josh Bishop. And this is Shrey Zlata. And welcome to episode four, should be five, of the <laughs> Two View Crew NBA podcast. Yeah, you know, uh, we recorded the MLC uh, a week or two ago. Was it a week or two ago? It was right before spring break, I think. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, MLC being MLC as it is, it said it was recording. It did everything that was recording. And then when we tried to listen to it, there was nothing there. Um, fortunately, we've decided, or fortunately, we've decided to just start recording from a different location. Uh, we'll be location disclosed and anonymity, <laughs> being anonymous. Uh, we don't want any crazy fans or stalkers. Yeah, it's my house, but uh, <laughs> we're not get, we're not giving any address. You yes, know. yes, yes. We already have so many followers and listeners, we can't yeah, really, yeah, we can't, can't tell locations. But anyway, we, we recorded a great episode. Uh, we basically just flamed the Lakers and, and talked about the Celtics and what was going on at the time, but it, it didn't work, so you guys will never hear that episode. But the fun thing is we started a new pick'em where Shreyas and I are going to um, pick games and then keep up with who gets the most right. And we'll basically just do the like the nationally televised games because we don't want to go through just every game every night. Uh, so I'm currently 2-0 and and he's 1-1 and and that's back from that episode. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't even remember who we picked. Yeah, I think, what games I think one was. of the games was like Thunder Bucks. It was Thunder, it was Thunder, it was Thunder Bucks and somebody else. Oh, was it Celtics Raptors? Yeah, and I think I picked the Raptors. Yeah, I picked the Raptors too. And then I and picked, then, I picked, I think I picked the Thunder. You picked the Thunder because because you said they need it more, and I said yeah. the Bucks are just too hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Bucks, Thunder, Bucks won that game. Yeah. But uh, so we're just gonna hop into this new episode, and uh, it's gonna be fun. And another quick announcement: I almost forgot. We're gonna try to start doing more episodes and doing shorter episodes yeah. because we've looked at our data. And you guys like it for about 25 minutes, and then you get tired of hearing this rant. So we're going to keep them short. I don't blame you. So first off, uh, I feel like the big story, not just you know as a Hawks fan, but really in the NBA the last few weeks, has been Trey Young's explosion from kind of looking like a bust to being a top two rookie easily. Yeah. Um, the Hawks have won three straight. Uh, I mean, I don't really know if that's good for them, but they have won three straight. Uh, last game, Trey had 31 points, 12 assists, five three-pointers made against New Orleans. And he became the first rookie in NBA history to record four games of at least 30, 10, and five threes in his rookie campaign, snapping a tie with Stephen Curry. So, Shreyas, what have you seen from Trey that's kind of impressed you, and, and what do you think it's projected him doing going forward? Yeah, honestly, I think I just see from the eye test, there's a lot more where it pose. There's a lot more. Uh, kind of, He just kind of knows where to go. He knows where to belong. He's a lot more relaxed. He's making the shots that, you know, he was – Taking even early on in the year that where he's mm-hmm. making you know the ones that were kind of crazy the ones that he was known for in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, in fact pre All Star break he was only shooting forty one percent from the field post All Star break he shoots forty five percent his assists are up one a game mm-hmm. his rebounds are up one a game and he's averaging almost nine more points per game at twenty five points per game pr- post All Star break versus pre All Star break by versus the other big favorite for. Uh, rookie of the year and probably the ultimate pick just because how consistent he's been throughout the year. Luca, Luca is up two points per game post All Star break, but he's down two percent uh, in efficiency and he's uh, up one assist per game and up two rebounds per game. So Luca's kind of had a little bit of a rougher year as Dennis Smith's been gone away um, and as you know, like the options for op- offense have been limited on Dallas. Um, but I still think he's the overall pick for. Rookie of the year, but I think the cool thing is Trey Young has actually inserted himself in the comp- conversation. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. I think Luca is still the rookie of the year. Uh, I mean, Hawks Twitter would 
violently disagree with you. Uh, they they seem to think that Trey is just underrated out of this world. But I think Luke is still the guy. But I mean, Trey being as good as he is now really changes the dynamic of that trade. I I think he does, and I think he could be looking at something. You know, if the Hawks get another really good player, uh, maybe top six, top seven pick, mm-hmm. you could be looking at something that. Or if we just say called the Trey Young and whatever, et cetera, player trade. The Trey Young and Rue Hashimura or whatever trade. You know, whatever. I think Rue, Rue is gonna be, he's going to be really good. Uh, but I think that's kind of a late lottery pick anyway. I think Brandon Clark. I think I like Brandon Clark Brandon more Clark, than Rui. The Rui is he's good. He looks, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hyped. I'm also a big fan of international prospects as Luca yeah. was my favorite yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rui's nice. Rui's yeah, nice. I yeah. think he's a little better offensively than Clark, but Clark. Gets like three blocks a game for 36 minutes. Yeah. And as much as I love John Collins, he's not a great defensive player. So we got to get somebody in the paint, you know, going forward that can get a stop. Yeah. Because it's not John's strong suit. Or you guys could pick up Cam Reddish that I'm sure is dropping, 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 dropping off those draft boards. Yeah, we could probably get Cam at like six or seven at this yeah, point. But, yeah. Um, and it's not really just his play. I've noticed as a Hawks fan, we probably have more international recognition in the past month or two than it on any other point in my life other than the 19 game win streak he he's made the hawks come on the map him collins um and just the way they play the game is fun to watch like could you imagine zion williamson on that hawks team threes dunks alley-oops trey young misses a three zion comes out of nowhere and powers that down um it'd just be so fun to watch i really think for a developing team, they're probably the most fun, like lottery team there is. I 100 percent agree. If Besides, we, maybe the Kings. Yeah, well, the Kings aren't the Kings aren't really a lottery. Yeah, team. they were yeah. a borderline playoff. Yeah, yeah, that's but true. out of that's the true. bottom five, you have the Knicks who are trash. They yeah. don't deserve Zion. You have the Suns who <laughs> so, are just as much of a disaster in the Western Conference. Yeah, you have the Cavs who have picked it up since Kevin Love yeah, got back. Yeah, I wouldn't cry if he went to the Cavs. I would, because uh, I'm tired of the Cavs. Yeah, I'm tired of them too, but, but you know, at least they're trying. Yeah. Then you got the Bulls, who I think... I, I don't even understand, like, what to make of the Bulls. The Bulls are just there, yeah. and I feel like the, the front office just continues to make some weird decisions. And I'm sitting there, I was like, man, I really hope Zion goes to a good... Like, I, could, I, I think Zion... I wish Phoenix would have a better front office. Like, mm-hmm. Robert Sarver is a horrible owner. Yep. And if they had a better... I think I could really see him fitting in really well with Den Booker and some of the pieces they have with Aiden. Um, it's, just, it's a shame because I feel like they're wasted so much potential of some of these young guys. They absolutely are, and that's why I don't want them to go to the Suns because I want yeah. to develop and like be excuse me be a part of a winning culture. And I think the Hawks are building that. Yeah, and no, uh, I it's, agree. it's funny that Andrew Sharp of uh, Sports Illustrated actually wrote an article. It was either today or yesterday, saying that Zion belongs in Atlanta and that we should all be rooting for him to be, go there. I mean, this guy's not a Hawks writer; he's an SI writer, and he and he's saying that, and I'm like, wow. Um. But, I mean, it needs to happen. And I think um, Zion, number one, to the Hawks, I think would be good for the league. I know Zach Lowe said that they wouldn't get the return on investment. Well, guess what, Zach? It's a player-driven <laughs> league. It's a player-driven league. If Zion goes to the Hawks, everyone's hopping on the wagon. He, yeah, doesn't, ha- he doesn't have to go to New York for people to watch him. People will watch him wherever he goes. So let him go to the Hawks and make the Hawks the new OKC or something like that. I don't know if you saw the TV rating for – the Zion and uh, UCF game with Taco Falls mm-hmm. was crazy. I think yep. it was like they said something crazy like 12.88 or whatever yeah. on the scale. I don't know if it was a million people or it was just whatever watching. But it was they said that was much higher than most NBA games on a typical basis. I don't know if it was 
millions or if it was just the TV rating. I can't remember at this time. But, like, it was crazy. Um, that just shows you the hype that Zion has around him um, and that the hype that he will continue to have. And just imagine how fun that team would be watched. It would be fun to watch. And if they don't get Zion, I think a good fit would be either R.J. Barrett or Jarrett Culver with mm-hmm. their pick. And then if the, they do get the Dallas pick, which it looks day by day like they won't, mm-hmm. I would go for Jackson Hayes as a defensive center. Yeah. But one last thing on the Hawks, since we have one more minute on them. I remember last year our good good friend Ben Simmons <laughs> had something to say about the Hawks while he was playing PUBG. I see you a PUBG master, though, so I'm going to let you be. Hop on, man. Play one. You got time. Who did you play tomorrow? Hawks. Yeah, there you go. You got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we have plenty of time to hit a game winner on your head, Ben. So go to the playoffs and lose to whoever you're going to lose to. Thank you. <laughs> if I remember correctly, Cat dropped like 56 the next game, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, no. I, I don't dislike Cat. I dislike Ben. Ben, yeah. I, 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 I do too. Ben I do acts too. like he can go out and score 40 on anyone because yeah. he can't. Because yeah. I'm not sure he You're can right. score 20 on most teams because he can't shoot. But that's enough Ben Simmons hate. Everyone knows how I feel about him. Moving on to the next topic. Uh, we're just going to touch on it because people like to hear about the Lakers for some godforsaken reason. Lakers didn't make the playoffs, Trace. What does that say? Uh, well, um, what am I going to say? Uh, I uh, told you so. Did I, did I say they'd be the seventh eighth seed if they make it? Did I? You know, I think, fun fact, they're going to have a worse record this year, I think, <laughs> than they had last year with the self-proclaimed GOAT. Um, what do you say about that? <laughs> All I'm going to say is, Therese, go listen to our first podcast. We should, uh, we should be making more episodes. But if you go listen to our first episode, we both said that if they made the playoffs, it'd be as a seventh eighth seed. And, all, I mean, their core is not good. I mean, we said it. Remember my rant where I said, you know, Lonzo's was next, Kuzma's was next. They they played a little better in the last, listen, Ingram has stepped up. Yeah, obviously, Ingram has Ingram, stepped up. Ingram season. has stepped up. But Kuzma's numbers, efficiency kind of, going way down. Yeah. And Lonzo can't stay on the court because yeah. his ankles are jello. Yep. yep. So. Maybe the out drop big ball brand. Maybe he has actual shoes to wear. Um, they could, uh, he could stay on the court. Do you think, do you think that, uh. They have any chance at landing anybody, or you think people are gonna? I think they get a, a tier C, tier B free agent, somebody okay. like Kemba, somebody like Chris Middleton. Uh, okay, disrespect, no disrespect to Chris Middleton, but Kemba is a higher tier than uh, a lot higher tier than Chris Middleton. I but think, I think cause it sounds like Kemba wants to stay in Charlotte, though. I think so too, but I just I just think if they're gonna get a free agent, it's gonna be that either that or somehow they sway Anthony Davis. I don't think they're getting Kawhi. I don't think they're getting Durant. I don't think they're getting the superstar, elite tier free agents. I don't either. All right, moving on. Uh, we're not going to talk a lot about the Lakers. We're just trying to do, you know, like we said, quicker podcast, get you the news and get out. Um, mm-hmm. So the other night, I can't remember what night it was, a night or two ago, yeah. Blazers center Yusuf Nurkic basically twisted his leg like a noodle. and it that, was, that was tough to watch. It was really tough to watch. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I would not look at it and watch it. Just It, it reminded me of the Gordon Hayward injury. It looked a lot like the Hayward injury. It was more like it was a little more high, closer to the knee than it was mm-hmm. the ankle, but it was very similar. And you just, I feel so bad for the Blazers because I felt like this Western Conference was about as weak as it has been in a long time. I felt like a lot of the power had shifted a little bit to the East, and like teams could win other than the Warriors. Like you could win some playoff series, and they had a good thing going when they had, um, <coughs> you know, they traded for Hood. McCollum and Lillard balling like always, and Nurkic was having a great season. 
But now McCollum's Bikic out. was having a fantastic season. Yeah. I don't know if you advanced stats to saying he was the second best net rating on the floor besides Steph Curry. Mm. Like, that's crazy to me. He was having a really good year. And, I, look, you know, the Blazers have disappointed a lot in the playoffs the last couple of years. But yeah. I really think this was the year that they were going to go to the second round and maybe give a fight in the second round or even go to the Western Conference Finals, which I still think is going to be Rockets Warriors. But Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, and I, w- I don't think we were predicting them to go that far, but this but they, felt... They looked better this year. This felt like the first year that they had a chance to get to the Western Conference Finals because of the West just taking a little bit of a step down. And these injuries hit them at the worst time because CJ and Yusuf went out like basically the same week or two. And now it's just, I mean, it's all on Dame, and I feel horrible for him. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to introduce a segment that we kind of came up with. This is a, a fun little segment. You get 30 seconds to kind of rant about it. Anything you want. Uh, we're calling it the Mouth Off Corner. Uh, Josh, you want to start off? Yeah, so... I'm really tired of going on my Twitter feed and all the Hawks fans roasting me because I still think Luke is a rookie of the year. Maybe not really me, but they roast everyone that thinks that. Or they're constantly getting in fights with Mavs fans. Or they're constantly saying, Trey's better, Trey's better. Look, Trey's awesome. I love Trey. But people that are in the media, or at least trying to be in the media like we are, we have to look at the numbers and we have to consider who's really had the better year. Luka has had the better year. He has. And and yes, after the All-Star break, Trey, Trey's dang near looked like Steph Curry, man. Yeah, he's, he's done really everything really right. right. But if you look at the year as a whole, Luka has been better than Trey. And it's okay that Trey's been the second-best rookie. That's still incredible. Yeah, that is incredible. When in, such a great rookie class. I was going to say, this is in, when in our lifetime as Hawks fans, I'm asking anyone that's listening, have we had the second-best rookie in the NBA? I don't think ever. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know a time. I, I don't think it's time. I don't know a time other yeah. than probably Neek. Yeah. Who I'm not even sure we had as a I mean, as a he wasn't in my lifetime, and he was so, in your lifetime. Definitely not in my lifetime. But anyway, just stop with all the fighting both sides. We look we look ridiculous. Just enjoy each other. Enjoy both players. They're both so fun. And uh, just get over it, man. It's over. Yeah. We, we got Trey, and he's, the, he's a great player, but he's not the best. Uh, my mouth off corner. Uh, I was debating whether to do basketball-related or not. I guess I'll do non-basketball-related this time. Uh, it's kind of just response times and everything in life. Uh, to me, I'm kind of tired of it. I know a lot of people have, and friends have been tired of it. Just kind of, you know, everyone's applying for internships and jobs at this time, uh, being juniors and seniors that we are. And the response times from these big companies are incredibly long. And it just puts you on edge. And then when you they respond, say you don't get it, you're oftentimes giving you an explanation, an explanation why. Um... And sometimes the explanation is not satisfactory. I won't get into that. But uh, if they give you a response, I know I applied for a couple things with like Turner for uh, like NBA sports production in terms yeah. of like, you know, on the website and stuff. Um, I mean, I never heard back. And the, yeah. only, and the only reason I even knew that they were contacting people was because I saw other people in my class opening emails from Turner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, that really hurt me. That, that sucks. It, more it than anything. It's because not even getting the response back. I won't back. even say, you suck, bro. Like, move on. Yeah. Just tell me so I can move on to something else. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's one of the things that, especially if we become young media professionals in a career, I, like, I, I personally want to be able to give at least a reason why somebody didn't get it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a common courtesy thing at this point. And I think, I understand how big your company is, but like you have an entire de- dedicated department. It's called HR. And that's mm-hmm. all they have to do is give you a little email explaining why you could have done better or whatever. That's not hard. Especially if you're a big enough company, whether it's Turner, or let's say ESPN or anything else, it doesn't matter. But um, it's just, just a little, a little uh, kind of uh, 
talk about that because I thought it was I thought it was kind of funny just how long it takes for all these companies to get back to you about anything. If Toby Flenderson can run HR in the office, you guys can find somebody to run HR at ESPN yep. or yep. wherever it is. Yep, yep, yep. Now we're on to the pick'em. Uh, what's the first game? So we're just doing tonight's games. They're kind of lame to be honest, but we got Pacers Thunder in Oklahoma City and Lakers Jazz in Utah. Who are you taking? Well, I'm taking Thunder because they they're lose they've been on losing streak lately. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Pacers are kind of rough away. They're seventeen and twenty, and the Thunder are really tough out at home with twenty three and twelve. Um, I think at the end of the day, I think the Thunder just have more to gain out of it. The Pacers are kind of solidified their fourth spot. Boston has to win the next two games against the Pacers to really even have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think it's going to end up probably being four Pacers, five Boston. So I'm picking Thunder. I'd take Thunder on that game as well. So for the same reasons, um, they need this game way more than the Pacers do. The West is so tight right now. They, I mean, they lose a game. So they sometimes drop two or three spots in the seating. So I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely roll Thunder there because, uh, like you said, Pacers aren't haven't been as good away from home, especially after Oladipo. Uh, Lakers Jazz. Um, you know, if this, this was if this wasn't an ESPN game, we wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> but. I guess some people do in the West Coast, but I mean the Lakers are out of the playoffs, so who really cares? This is an easy one. It's Jazz. Um, they don't really. The Lakers are tanking basically at this point. Um, they're trying to get the best overall pick, and when they get Zion Williamson, I'm gonna scream um, because that's gonna Great. somehow happen, and I'm gonna start saying the Roddy's lo- lottery is lit, rigged. Oh, and I'm just gonna be I, like, I, I would. I would literally flip. I honestly don't a top know. Pick. I don't know if I like the new lottery odds because every time I click the Tankathon simulate button, yep, the I see Dallas or LA go up there, and I'm yep. like, stop. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, stop. Yeah, I sometimes like it and dislike it a lot too because I feel like these fringe playoff teams are gonna jump a lot of these teams yeah. and get a top five pick, and we're gonna sit there like, uh, do they need it? I hope it's rigged because if it is rigged. They, they might put him in Atlanta because Atlanta's been... There is no way listen, if they're rigging listen, the lottery, listen. they're sending him in Atlanta. Atlanta's okay. been in a bad team. They've been a bad team that tries hard and has been winning games down the but stretch. Like, but think of the media potential there. It's not about Atlanta or not Atlanta. It's about the fact that fans don't show up even for Atlanta. They've been showing up this year. They've been showing up I, this year. It's still kind of rough. I think attendance-wise, they're still not great. And like I've been to a couple of games. like They show up on the lower sections, but... I mean, the upper sections, but the lower ones... It's like, just because it's expensive. I know it's priced. I mean, but, like, end of the day, like, the fans, if they're going to rig a lottery, it's either that he's going to L.A. or he's going to go to Chicago. I think that rig it. Or the Knicks. Just Those are the three teams just, that I can see. The big markets are the ones, if you're going to rig a lottery, you have the most potential for net gain and profit. Nobody wants the Lakers jersey because they're good. Everyone wants a Lakers jersey because of the status. All right, well, Adam Silver, I'm begging you. If you're going to send him to one of those three teams, send him to the Bulls because I don't want him on the Knicks where he's just going to go to the Knicks and they're just going to suck still. And I don't want to hear any more crap about the Lakers being better than they are because they're not good. So please don't send him to the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I can live with the Bulls. I can live with the Bulls. But anyway, back to the pick. This is Jazz in a landslide. I think the Vegas line is like minus 16 or something. So LeBron's not playing. It's probably going to be a blowout. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, let us know uh, on Twitter or wherever if you like the new format. Awesome. All right, thanks, guys.